What's good, everybody? Welcome to your Spark Pass News Update for the week of February 7th, 2023. Welcome to the world of Xbox Game Pass. Allow me to be your guide. Let me welcome you in from the vast of space where I have pulled from the ether. Spencer, how are you, bud? I am doing good, uh, and I have to admit something to you. Yes. Uh, in that I forgot you can't see me when we do the show. Uh, you don't have yeah. my camera. <laughs> so no. I pointed at you like you could start talking. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm good at this. I know how it's, to do production. It's fine. Listen, we're still <laughs> we're working out the kinks and the mechanism, you know? Like the 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 week the month of Game Pass that we had in the last month has been wild. We're still working out how we do a new show so like it's fine don't don't well, don't worry about it everything's good listen it um, worked in my brain okay in your brain it was extremely effective in my brain i just started talking like i mean <laughs> that's what i do like at some point i just sort of go oh there's silence allow me to fill that void with <laughs> perpetual noise let's welcome <laughs> that's the real reason i chose you uh to run the show with because i knew yeah. that if i didn't have anything to say you would yeah no listen a brother can talk I, if i have one positive trait in my life <laughs> <laughs> a brother can talk what's good everybody welcome to the spark pass news update uh again this is for the week of february 7th and we've got a good amount of stuff to cover here, so let's take it from the top. What we're going to cover this week, the stuff that we know is coming to Game Pass in February, the stuff that we know is leaving Game Pass in February, uh, a handful of games that you can check out that are coming to Game Pass through Steam Next Fest, a recap of Developer Direct, and an update from our fine friends at the Coalition, and maybe a little bit more if we have the time. But let's start it from the top, Spencer. We got games. They're coming to Game Pass. There's a good amount of them. You want to talk about it? Yeah. Um, what all do we have coming other than Atomic Heart? There is a handful of things other than Atomic Heart that we will get to Atomic Heart. That's at the bottom of the list. I have a couple of things that are out now that you can go play today. Uh, these got announced in the last set of Game Pass announcements that dropped on the same day as Developer Direct. So there's a handful of things that we know from that. Uh, I'll go over those really quick. Cloud Console and PC Darkest Dungeon is out now. That came on February 2nd. Darkest Dungeon's a great game. If you haven't played Darkest Dungeon, go pick that one up. I think the sequel is coming out, like, real soon, too. Yeah, I think it's, like, right around the corner. Yeah, I think it's, like, a couple of weeks. So, fortuitous for it to be on Game Pass at this time. If you've never played the original Darkest Dungeon, I would highly recommend giving that game a shot. Um... The cloud version of Grid Legends, that is only available through EA Play, because that's an EA property, but that's out now. If you haven't played, it's a racing game. It's fine. Eh. <laughs> yeah, like, it's fine. There are other better racing games on the platform, but Grid Legends is all right. Uh, speaking of other better racing games on the platform, and we told you guys we'd give you an update on this one once we knew more. We know more now. Hot Wheels Unleashed is actually coming to Game Pass today. Right now, it just launched on Game Pass a couple hours ago. So you can now go play Hot Wheels Unleashed. We still don't know why the fuck it got delayed like three weeks. Yeah, I guess we're just probably never going to know. Like, it, no. it had to have just been like a licensing thing, right? That's the only it thing was I can either, imagine. It was either a licensing thing or it was on PS Plus as one of the free games. So maybe it was like a, 
they signed a contract that said it's you can't put it out six months uh, after it's yeah. been on PS Plus or something like that, and it had been like five months and a week, right? Yeah, so they were like, and you it, gotta wait the other three weeks, and it's like, right, wag, wag the finger. Some shit like that. I'm only assuming. I have no fucking clue. Yeah, I mean, that would this... make sense too, though, honestly, so. Yeah. No clue why this got delayed like three weeks coming to Game Pass, but it's here now. Uh, and it's uh, it's on cloud, which I don't think was the case before. I'd have to go back to the article and check for certain. I don't have my old notes anymore. Maybe that was it, too. Maybe they wanted cloud implementation on launch. That's entirely possible. I don't know. Point being, Hot Wheels Unleashed, you can go play it. It's a very good arcade racing game. Um, I I know my brother really enjoyed it. He played it and reported in that he really liked it. So, um, so have you gotten is- to play this yet? I have not. Okay, you haven't played it either. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I was waiting for it to come to Game Pass. I haven't I haven't looked at it yet. So. Yeah. I think it looks um, fun. Everything I've seen it, about it looks good, so I'm down yeah. to play it. Absolutely. Everything that I've heard about it, it seems like it's great. So I, I definitely want to give it a shot. So that's all the stuff that's in Game Pass as of today that you can go play right now. I have two games. One is technically a demo, but... The other one is a full-fledged game, and that one you know about. Um, the first one that we know for sure, February 13th, day before Valentine's Day. Hey, if you don't have a Valentine, do I have a new Valentine for you? It's Wild Hearts. EA's new Monster Hunter-like is going to have a 10-hour trial via EA Play. Uh, so it's not the full game. Obviously, we know how EA Play works at this point. Basically, stuff comes out for a year for EA. And then, like, at the end of that calendar year, it's like, oh, okay, cool. All that stuff's in the EA Play vault now. It's mostly older stuff, right? Um, So this game probably won't hit that vault status and be a part of Game Pass until this time next year. But Wild Hearts uh, is coming out, I think, the week after. I think it's, like, February 17th, I think, is the release date. Uh, And they're going to give us a 10-hour free trial of it uh, via Game Pass, which I think is very cool. Um, I'm figuring... This game has kind of slipped under the radar a little bit, um, but it is basically EA's answer to Monster Hunter, Mm -hmm. which I think is very interesting that it's coming out like a week or two after (laughs) Monster Hunter itself came to Game Pass. Uh, I think that's quite interesting. Um, I don't know. Do you have any knowledge excitement about this game? Because I feel like I have heard nothing. Like this game just fell out of the ether. I barely remember that this existed until you just said something about it. Right. Like, I don't feel like I remember anything about this until right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I watched one trailer. I thought the trailer looked cool. Like, I'm not opposed to more Monster Hunter likes in my life, right? Because uh, I've kind of played the hell out of all the actual Monster Hunter games, right? So, uh, games that are like that, I'm down. I'm willing to give it a shot. And here's the thing. I don't have to pay any money to do that now, which is tight. Thank you. Um, I don't know. This is not one that I'm like frothing at the mouth for, but the main game I was going to play in February, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor got delayed. So like I have free time now. Um, so I'll, I'll probably give this one a look and report back. I'll let you know. You know, I'm looking, I'm just looking it up right now to, to take a look at it. Uh, and I realized I've literally not heard about this game at all. And when you said wild hearts, what I'm remembering hearing of is uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts. Sayonara Wild Hearts. Yep. 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 I so yeah, I've not heard of this until you just told me about it. Uh, 
what, three minutes ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, this got announced sometime last year. I don't remember exactly when, but it has not had a long marketing stint. Uh, and given that this is coming from a major publisher in Electronic Arts, uh, the fact that my co-host here never heard of it until right now, I think is somewhat problematic. Um, but, you know, here's the thing. In a week, you're going to get to try it. And if you like it, cool, go buy it. If you don't, man, eh, whatever, don't. It's cool. Um, yeah, so I'm glad that the, that game that has gotten such little publicity uh, is, is getting a trial through Game Pass. And it looks like it's on a week where not a whole lot else is going on in the world of Game Pass. So if you got the free time, hey, it's 10 hours of a free game. Go check it out. Yeah, that's a good a good time to make it happen, I think. Right, exactly. Um, and last but not least, coming to the Game Pass list, Atomic Heart. Uh, I know this is a game you're very excited about, Spencer. I'm very excited about it as well. Um, there was a new trailer that came out, like, what, was it like a month ago now? That had a bunch of new stuff in it? There's um, been, like, a few trailers here and there. Yeah, they've really been, like, peppering it in. Like, oh, hey, remember, this is a thing that's happening in February, like, They've, I think they've done a very nice job of setting the expectations for this game, which is, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't really know what else to expect from it other than, what the fuck is this? The, okay, this is fuck? neat. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you haven't seen any trailers for Atomic Heart, it's very much uh, this, like, retro-futuristic jaunt through Soviet era russia with some wacky bullshit happening it look the gameplay looks very um um what's the bioshock-esque yeah that's I think. that's one that people have compared it to is bioshock yeah it looks very bioshocky um but it's got this sort of like retro future soviet vibe um which i think looks really cool uh i mean this is a game that we're probably like unless something you know, takes us away. This is probably something we're going to be playing for the show. Um, oh yeah, I think so. This it's a yeah. big one, so it almost makes sense that we we would cover it and play. Yeah, it. yeah, for sure. Like this is almost assuredly uh, a game we're going to play for the show. So I don't want to give away too much or too early. Um, but I think the game looks really cool, and I'm certainly excited to check it out. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It, if nothing else, just to see what the hell it is. <laughs> Like, right. I feel like we don't know a whole lot about the story and stuff of this game, right? I feel like we just, we've seen some gameplay and a lot of weird shit. I think it's better that way, <laughs> honestly. Like, this is the kind of game that I want to know the vibe and nothing else. That's that's all I want to know. I want to know what the vibe is, which is, hey, this is fucking weird, isn't it? Soviet Russia. Cool, I'm good. Like, you don't have to tell me anymore. I'll figure it out in the first five hours and see if I like it. Like, I'm good. You don't have to tell me anything else. Yeah, I would kind of rather have that, too. And especially with a game like this, because it, it lets people kind of, like, start forming weird thoughts about the game and, uh, like, their theories of what's going to happen as they play through it. And people will be posting on Twitter about that. People will be making videos about it. And, and I think that's a lot more fun than, all right, well, we know basically the entire story. Now we just have to kind of, like go do it right you know which i feel like we get with some games and and even some like films at this point it's like the trailer gives away almost everything 
Right. And I'm like, all right, well, why even go play it at this point? <laughs> Meanwhile, if you can watch the trailers for Atomic Heart and parse what the fuck is going on, I'm going to give you a medal. I'm going to go have a medal made. Yeah. So that you can, if you're if you're smart enough and you you got it down, once the game comes out, you can tell me what the story beats are before you even play the game. Medal. I will make you a medal. Yeah. Um, and like, I'm sure there's some people who are like picking out some stuff here and there. Sure. Uh, but I, I can't imagine we know enough to even like kind of have an idea of what the full story is here. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to piecing together that puzzle with you in a, it'd probably be next month's show. Um, very much looking forward to that. Atomic Heart looks buck fucking wild and I cannot wait to play it. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Spencer, there's a handful of games that we're not going to be able to play anymore. There's some stuff leaving Game Pass. Let's yeah. be sad boys. Um, I need like a this sad is, theme song here. This is the worst part. This is the worst part of the show. Yeah. Uh, this is always a bummer. Yeah. Uh, luckily this month, it's not too bad. Um, so games leaving Game Pass on February 15th. We've got Besiege, Infernax, Recompile, Skull the Hero Slayer, The Last Kids on Earth and the Staff of Doom, and last and certainly least, Crossfire X. Um, (laughs) so no huge losses this time. I do want to give a shout out to Infernax which is this um, sort of Castlevania-inspired RPG side-scroller that deals a lot with player choice that I think is really interesting. Uh, that's a game I checked out last year and thought it was pretty cool. Um, so that's a game worth checking out before it leaves the library. You got about a week, and you can absolutely get through it in a week. Um, also, Skull the Hero Slayer uh, is a game we talked about last year whenever it came to Game Pass, and, like, it's fine. It's very ho-hum, very mediocre. We talked about it on the show very briefly. Um, but And then Crossfire X was a dumpster fire, as we all are aware. Um, so is this I've including never... the campaign, too? Or is it just the multiplayer? The campaign is what's leaving Game Pass. The multiplayer is Shut shutting down. down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that game uh, obviously did not work out. Um, you know, life goes on um but yeah not no huge losses here go check out infernax before it leaves but otherwise uh, for me no huge losses here we're good yeah yeah this is thankfully a, a month where we're not losing any any big titles that were like must play or like life-changing video games it's you know you kind of set it at the end there all right well crossfire x <laughs> Yeah, right exactly no, no. i don't please don't i don't i don't think anyone is gonna miss crossfire x to be honest so um i think that's just fine there, there's maybe one poor misguided soul with a buck tooth is like i really like crossfire x otherwise dumb fucks no get out of here um <laughs> there's like one guy and if you are the one guy that likes crossfire x metal it's yours i don't know why i'm making medals today but here we are i'll tell you what uh, and, and along with that metal uh we'll let you find a new game to play that's better we'll we'll help you pick a better game to i play, promise you'll find one I yeah it will not be hard um so that's all the stuff that's leaving game pass a pretty pretty ho-hum list we're pretty good with that one i think obviously there will be another list of stuff leaving game pass at the very end of the month uh we'll probably cover that on the next episode if we know what it is by then but um yeah not a huge no huge losses i'm good i'm happy 
Yeah, I'm not overly concerned. Cool. Um, let's get back into the realm of new games. We have a couple of games here um, that we know are coming to Game Pass. In fact, I've got three that I want to highlight here really quickly that have demos going on in Steam Next Fest. So if you're not aware, Steam Next Fest is this sort of big thing that Valve does once a quarter, basically. It seems like they've been doing it like, because they did one back in October. It seems like it's one, it's something they're doing every quarter now. Um where they have a whole bunch of freely available demos for indie games for a week. Um, so there's a bunch of cool indie games that you can go check out on Steam right now. Three of those games, Everspace 2, Planet of Lana, and The Last Case of Benedict Fox, those three games are coming to Game Pass later this year. Um, there's probably more. There's over 900 games in Steam Next Fest. I did not have time to go through the full list. So That's so there's... many. There's probably more demos uh, of stuff that is coming to Game Pass. Those are the three that I wanted to highlight. In particular, I wanted to highlight The Last Case of Benedict Fox because that one just got a release date yesterday, April 27th. That game will be coming to all of its platforms, including Xbox Game Pass. Uh, I know you were particularly excited about that one last year when they announced it, Spencer, so I wanted to give you another little shot to talk about it. Yeah, that game just looks so interesting. Like, the art style and everything just looks very, very up my alley of, of things that I like, right? It's creepy. Uh, it It's dark. It's a little, like, Lovecraftian and Cthulhu-esque. Um, so it looks cool. I'm, I'm very interested in checking it out. Uh, I don't know if I'll have time to check out the demo, but either way, it's coming to Game Pass, so... I'll be able to right. play it in April. It sounds like, right, yeah. I, exactly. I just think it looks. I, I just think it looks neat. <laughs> hey, I think it looks neat. I just think I'm it looks excited. neat. <laughs> I just think it looks neat. Uh, I feel like this is this game is like the perfect fusion of what we're into. Like for you, the game has the aesthetic that you like, and for me, it has the gameplay that I like. Yeah, like it's it's a two D side scroller. I think they've said that now that it's a Metroidvania, which is not my preferred style of two D platformer, but that's yeah. fine. Um, that's fine. I, I, I can appreciate a good Metroidvania. Uh, I just have to be in the right mood for it. Like I literally, you know, I just talked on the show last month about playing fucking Castlevania Aria Sorrow. Right. So like I can appreciate a good Metroidvania. Um, so that, those are a handful of games you can check out on, on next fest. I would highly recommend going and checking out last case of Benedict Fox. I'm probably going to check it out before next fest is over. Uh, cause I am interested in it. That's probably the game from this list that I saw that I'm interested in the most. Uh, there's like one NT Creates game, which I've already played the demo for, and it's great. I don't need to know anymore. I'm going to buy it when it comes out. I'm good. Um, <laughs> like, I'm already sold. Don't even worry about I'm, it. You don't even worry about it, NT. You're going to get more of my dirty fucking money um, every single time with this fucking company, man. Like <laughs> their, their, their new game is like a Castlevania-style game, too, and I just got done with Ario Sorrow, and it's like, great. Hey, here's $30, NT. Thank you much. I'll um, do it again. <laughs> I'll do it again. <laughs> um, but anyway, back on topic here. Um, I don't know a ton about Everspace 2 or Planet Alana, so um, I just saw some screenshots. The games look spacey. That's cool. I like that. That's a good aesthetic. Um, other than that, I don't really know a whole lot about them other than there's demos available now. Go check them out. Yeah, I don't know too much about any of them either other than like we're talking about them right now. Um, I feel like Light Your Frontier. I feel like we've I've seen before. Um, Does that have a demo? It, 
uh, I oh I don't know. I'm looking at a different article. I think now. So you, yeah, I yeah, might yeah, be, yeah. I might be talking about something entirely different. Yeah, you know what? I looked. Yeah, I know the article you're talking about. Yeah, um, on the because they hi- they highlighted those games on the wire because most of them have a demo. I looked up Lightyear Frontier. It doesn't. It does but not. Okay. It's coming to early access like real soon. It's like a couple weeks. Oh, okay. So so yeah, yeah, if you're into that kind of thing, anyway, it won't matter. You're right. You'll get to check it out soon. That game was also in the summer showcase. That was yeah. the like robot farming game. Yeah, that was in the summer showcase. Yeah, it's just farming and robots. Yeah, which like you know I like half of those things. Yeah. So not yeah. enough to play with the other half though. <laughs> eh, you know I might look at it. But I'll, I'll watch a video. Yeah, there, that's fair. I'll watch somebody else do it. Yeah, I'll watch somebody else play it for a little bit. See how it goes. All right. Uh, so that's all the stuff we know that's coming for February. That's all the stuff you can go check out today. Uh, that's all the stuff you can go check out in the next couple of weeks. A decent month for Game Pass, but certainly not like mind altering. Like Atomic Heart is really the only highlight here. IMO. Yeah, I think Atomic Hearts you're, you're obviously your your big flagship for the month. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think Hot Wheels looks cool. I think it looks Me fun. Too. I'm into it. Yeah. Um, but I also don't think it's like earth shattering big game, right? Like it's just, no. again, it looks neat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Like I will, I will probably goof around with Hot Wheels for a weekend and I will play Atomic Heart. Is it, uh, is it multiplayer? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we could probably play it at the next month on the stream when we get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah whenever we get back to the gameplay stream yeah it looks like it would be a fun goof around game with with a friend or two for an evening yeah i don't yeah, know yeah, that yeah. i'm that's... gonna be like hooked on it or anything but it looks fun yeah it looks fun i'll, I'll definitely give it a shot um a lot of great hot wheels gaming content on game pass between that game and uh horizon 5 which you have to buy the horizon 5 dlc so it's the only hot wheels based content on game pass yeah i suppose look man um, hot wheels is cool all right hot wheels is cool hot i agree cool with as you hell. I would, if I had expendable income, I'd buy those big ass tracks that just be going around my fucking apartment. Um, Dude, I would love that so much. I have like a million sick. Hot Wheels from when I was a kid, uh, when they used to be like eighty nine cents a piece. You know, like back in my right. day, I could get a Hot Wheel for under a dollar. Yeah, uh, I think they're like a smidge over a dollar now. They're like some they're like or four or five bucks, dude. Mm. It's wild now. Yeah, but yeah, dude. Uh, if I could fill my house with those tracks and drive the cars around them, and probably have my cats chase them, <laughs> I'd be set for a week. Well, I know what somebody's getting for his birthday. <laughs> anyway, uh, Ooh, man, sounds let's fun. Get, <laughs> let's get back to Game Pass here. Um, I wanted to talk. We got two big sort of news stories that we wanted to talk about here. Uh, Developer Direct. Now, obviously, Developer Direct was a few weeks ago. We're a bit late to the game on this one. Uh, so I don't want to belabor the point too much. I feel like at this point, if you are plugged in at all, you know what happened to Developer Direct. Um, but I wanted to get your sort of top-line thoughts, Spencer. What did you think about the show overall? Uh, I can tell you what I thought about the show overall. I'm so fucking excited for Redfall. I can't even contain <laughs> myself. Give me, give me Redfall. Uh... I'm excited for that game. It looks so freaking good, Mark. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. That's all I got. No, it's not. I'm kidding. Uh, I really <laughs> liked this show. Um, they did, for one, exactly what they said they were going to do. They said, we're going to yep. come out here. We're going to show you some games. And that's it. <laughs> and that's yep. what they did. And it was great. Uh, 
I like that they they really like we've said a lot of times kind of set the expectations for the show. They definitely underpromised and overdelivered on this show. I I completely with agree. The hi-fi rush surprise drop. Yeah. Not only on the show, but also by the way, you can go play it today. Like right now. Right now when they announced it, they said, "Yeah, just go ahead and go play it, dude. Isn't that cool?" Like if they can always do things like that, I think they're they're set with these shows. If they can always say, look, this is what's going to happen. These are your expectations. Do not believe above them. And at least meet that, we're good. And then if they sometimes pepper in something extra special we weren't expecting, even better. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think they did an excellent job setting expectations and going above those expectations. I think the move to make Hi-Fi Rush a shadow drop was brilliant. Oh, yeah. Because that is a game, you got to remember, this is made by Tango Gameworks, who we know as a horror developer, yeah. right? Uh, you got to remember, Shinji Mikami also made Devil May Cry. So, like, it's in Mikami's wheelhouse. Um, but it's a surprise game from that studio and i think if that game went under the intense scrutiny that xbox is under on social media at all times right now i think that game would have been torn the fuck apart but they didn't give it time to do that they just said hey it's out go play it yeah form your own opinion right like they didn't give it the opportunity to be caught in the negativity cycle that so many Xbox properties are sort of in right now. Right. Um, they didn't give it a chance to get locked into that. And people went and they played it. And pretty much everyone says that it's fun. Um, I have yet to hear anything like it's a bad game. Everything I've heard is like, it's good. So I think that's a smashing success for Xbox. Um, having a game that doesn't get caught in the negativity cycle uh, for Xbox is a huge win. Uh, just start there that's a huge win by itself yeah um and then you stack on top everything else that they showed looked good redfall looked great uh they kept the elder scrolls online segment blissfully short because like you're not going to sell that game to anybody that's not already playing it at this point yeah um they they set that expectation they said here's five minutes of it cool you want more we got a stream after go check that out that's perfect that's all they needed to do right yeah and I want to say um, with that, too, like, this is not entirely related to the Xbox portion of it or the yeah. the content portion of it. But uh, I loved that they were just like, great, we're done talking about this on our show or on this show. Now, come watch our show afterwards. And they're tearing down the set that he's on and building their show set behind him as it's happening. I was like, man, this is this is just good production value. And it's yeah, gonna the, and makes me want to watch the other one, right? Like, all right, right. What's, what's what are they building back there? Let's check this out. Right, exactly. Yeah, I bet almost uh, I, no one else cared about that but me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was neat. I was like, like as oh, somebody yeah, smart, as somebody that's you know done a little bit of like you know set direction at various points in my life. Like, yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, so they kept that segment blissfully short, which I was incredibly happy about. Um, I'm. You know, again, you're not going to sell that game on a big AAA way. Um, so glad that they got that short and sweet and to the point. Redfall looked fucking awesome. 
uh, Minecraft Legends, I thought looked really impressive. Uh, that was the first time that I was like, oh yeah, I kind of want to play Minecraft Legends. I'm into this. <laughs> like, I want to play this game. Uh, the multiplayer, I just thought looked really sweet. Um, it very much reminded me of the multiplayer of Brutal Legend, which I don't know if that's a game people have played. That is a game that's on Game Pass because it's a double fine game. Um, so you, that's a game you can go check out right now. The stage battle multiplayer is what I'm talking about. I don't know that the multiplayer servers are still up, but there's a couple of tastes of it in the single player campaign. Um, it reminded me a lot of that as a sort of third person RTS. Um, I think that game looks really cool. And then obviously the only disappointment of the show, I would say is we didn't really learn a whole lot more about Forza. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of yeah. were just like, Hey, we're making Forza. It's still. pretty. It's still yeah. pretty, and uh, it'll come out. Remember last sometime. time when we said? You remember last time when we said spring twenty twenty three? Yeah, we're just saying twenty twenty three now. I think that yep. game's been delayed. Um, yeah, or you know, uh, you and I were talking about this uh, as the show was going because you were at work, so we couldn't like sit together and talk about it. So we were texting right. uh, that it's yeah. kind of a. It could have been a, a placeholder point of like if Starfield got delayed again for some reason, which I cannot stress enough. I'm not saying that's what's happening. Internet, calm the fuck down. I can already hear right. people going <laughs> and losing right. their shit. Um, right. No, I'm not saying that's what's happened. If it was, they could say, hey, we're going to plug Forza in at that time and pull Starfield back or vice yeah. versa. Starfield's coming out as planned. Pull Forza back. So that they're not a competing thing going on here in our right. own world, like in our own yeah, this ecosystem. Is, this is something that Nintendo did last year, right? Like they moved Xenoblade Chronicles and Splatoon around. Yeah, you know, like this is something that a, another game company literally did last year. Like, oh, okay, Xenoblade needs a couple more months. Sick, no problem. Splatoon's ready. We'll just push that up and push Xenoblade back. No problem. Yeah. Um, so. I think that's possible that if something's going on with Starfield, they, they have Forza there ready to plug in. But I, I you know, that's just speculation on my part. Um, I don't think that's going to be the case. I mean, we haven't heard anything definitive about Starfield in a while. They did say they're going to do their own show on it in the future. Mm -hmm. So, like, we'll find out then, I suppose. Um, but overall, yeah, I think the content that they showed at Developer Direct was really good. I think they set the expectation. I think they exceeded expectation. I think they did a very nice job. The only disappointment was not more info on Forza. But, like, if you hit on four out of the five games you show, that's a successful show. Yeah, especially when one of them was a game we didn't even know about until that show. Exactly. Right? Like we had yeah. no idea this game was coming. There was zero information about it. And then it was suddenly released like 30 minutes later. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Like when you're hitting like that, you can't be too mad. Right. Um, so on the content of the show itself, it's like an A minus. Right. It's like almost a perfect show for Xbox, which we have not had in a long time. Yeah, that's for yeah. damn sure. What did you think about the format of the show? Like, let's disregard the content. We've talked about the content. The format of the show. Is this a format Xbox should keep going forward? I think this is a format almost everyone should keep going forward. <laughs> like, okay. it was very to the point. It gave us the information that we needed um, without having, like, a ton of extra fluff in it. It wasn't like we're on stage and 
we have a giant car made out of Legos or whatever we've done in the past with various Forza announcements. And it's like, okay, I mean, that would be cool if I was there next to it, I guess. But I'm at home watching on my 24-inch monitor. Can we please just tell me about the video game that I can play? I don't, I don't think we need everything to be like the biggest show of the year, right? Like sometimes you just need, you know, here's the Saturday morning special of we're making some games. Yeah. Here's here. I will, I will agree with you with a caveat. Okay. I will agree with you with a caveat. I think the show that you make from like month to month, like every, like, I figure this is a show they'll probably make every like four or so months. Yeah. Right? This feels like, like they'll a, do a quarterly thing. A quarterly thing, right? Like you do this like once a quarter. Yeah. Um, I will agree with you on three of the four quarters. For spring, fall, winter, no problem. Do this format. For summer, I want, I miss E3 shows. I miss so much the big bombastic, everyone's on a stage, everyone's cheering, crying, laughing. And they made a fucking car out of Legos. Go play laser tag in the aisles right now. That's an old Ubisoft one. I miss goofy E3 shows so goddamn much. So the summer one, make that one that. Do that for the summer one. And then all the rest of them can be this format. I think that is just fine. Yeah. Or even like have one of those big shows when big things are happening, right? The, yeah. Like we're announcing games that nobody's seen before, or we're announcing the release date for the biggest game of the decade. Great, make this a big performance. But when it's literally like what we saw of, hey, you've seen these games for years at this point. Yeah. You know what's happening. You know it's coming. You literally just want the information. Let's just bullet point, boom, 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 get it done. Right. Where like, I didn't need like a huge show to say that Redfall's coming out in May, right? Like if somebody could have walked out on stage, didn't show me anything else, didn't show me new gameplay, and just literally went, May. 23rd <laughs> and walked off stage and I'd be like, great. I'm still going to play the shit out of that game. I'm sold right. on that game entirely. And I right. think if we're at that point where the games have been announced, we've seen a ton of gameplay for it. We know that it's coming and we are like within the year that it's getting released or even like the few months that it's getting released, this bullet point, big, quick, just boom, 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 get it done is what we need. Yeah, but when it I, is comes to like, hey, we're announcing new IPs that you've never seen before, or the next game in like the Gears series, or the next game in, you know, whatever other series we want to talk about. Yeah, those should be big shows. I fully yeah. agree with that. That those are fun. They're exciting, um, and and I think they get people hyped for those new games, where when we know it's coming. I don't need any more hype. Like I'm already there. I just need to play right. the game. Right. Exactly. You just need to give me information at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it needs to be, I like that. It's more than just a tweet. Right. Right. Cause it is them talking about it and saying, we're excited for you to check out the game and here's some information, blah, blah, blah. Versus like comes out in may please play game. <laughs> right. 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 Exactly. And then it's yeah, just yeah. like 4,000 headlines, pick up the tweet and that's it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, overall, yeah, I, I completely agree. I think this is a format they should hold on to. Uh, if you can do a more bombastic version of this for summer and then 
just do this version of the show for for the rest of the seasons i'm good like this is this is what we wanted xbox to do this year right like we sort of set out from the front hey game pass needs a flagship game every month Mm -hmm. which so far like i think what uh, i was about to say we're missing march but i think wolong is coming out in march is it still i think um we've got up until summer when they will presumably have another show to tell us what's coming um we have a flagship game yeah pretty much every month so like they're doing what we asked them to do Mm -hmm. that's that's the big thing for me is like we we as the xbox fan base have said hey all we want is a flagship game for game pass every month you know, and an Xbox Game Pass studio or an Xbox Game Studio release every like quarter, yeah. right? That's all we're asking for. We're not asking you to move heaven and earth. Um, I know game development's not easy, but I don't think people are expecting, you know, Microsoft Xbox Game Studios to put out something new every fucking week, right? Like we're asking for four big games a year and then fill in the rest with third party. Right. And they're doing that. Right? Like, I don't think you can look at the schedule for the first half of the year and say, Xbox has no games, because that's always been the complaint. Right? You cannot look at the schedule for Game Pass for the next year and say there's nothing to play on your Xbox. There is a fucking ton to play on your Xbox. And they showcase that in this showcase. And I think that is a stunning success. Yeah, and I think that's, that's what everyone wants. Right? Um, people are, are worried about, oh, I don't have any games to play if I buy an Xbox, or I have an Xbox and Game Pass. What the hell am I getting out of it now? Uh, now you know. And right. those, hopefully, these kind of things are um, can put people's minds at ease of, okay, no, we're, we're fine. We've got games coming. It was just a rough year, dude. These things happen. Right, right yeah. 20, 2022 was just kind of a rough year for uh, Xbox Game Studios everything that they had planned to come out that year fell apart on them. Like it happens. And I mean, I don't think that that was, that's only for Xbox. Right. I feel like that kind of happened across the whole gaming industry. Right. You know, there were, there were a few big titles for everybody here and there, but nothing like we've seen in the past, you know, over a decade. Right. Like usually we're, we're getting huge games left and right constantly. Um, But I think over the past couple of years with everything that's happened, you know, with COVID and various things and and everything has kind of gotten pushed behind, not just video games, right? Right. 2022 was the year we actually felt 2020's impact. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, because the stuff that came out in 2020 and early 2021 was stuff that was like close to finished anyway, right? This was stuff that probably started work in 2019, and then mm-hmm. 2020 happened, and it's like, oh fuck, we're supposed to come out in 2022. The world <laughs> changes, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so that this was the year we felt that impact, and 2023 sort of seems like, to me anyway, uh, all of that sort of backwash that got pushed back, all of it's coming all at once. 2023 is going to be a nutty year for video games. Yeah, uh, and Xbox is right at the front doorstep of it. I think, like they've got a massive library of stuff either through third-party partners or xbox game studios themselves uh i think they've got a killer year coming up and these developer directs are a great way to showcase that 
Yeah, I'm I'm into him. I'm I'm ready for more this year. Well, Spencer, if you're ready for more this year, are you ready to wildly speculate about Gears of War 6? <laughs> Absolutely I am. Hell yeah. Uh so via Jeff Grubb, which I do want to note before we get into this. Jeff Grubb has a pretty high hit rate. He doesn't have a 100% hit rate in the world of Xbox. I would trust a Jez Corden over a Jeff Grubb when it comes to Microsoft news. Uh, but Jeff Jeff is usually, overall across the industry, has a pretty good hit rate, mm-hmm. right? So he hits more than he misses. So grain of salt, but Jeff, during his uh, Money Games Mess show, talked about the coalition. And we've talked multiple times on the past in the news segment about the coalition's working on a new project. The coalition's working on a new project. According to Jeff Grubb, the coalition is no longer working on a new project. They're working on Gear <laughs> 6. Yep. Uh, apparently, what had happened was they uh, had a handful of games that they were sort of experimenting with to get the handle on Unreal Engine 5. Um, and they were also supporting 343 with Halo Infinite. They were supporting Epic Games with that Matrix demo thing that they mm-hmm. did. Uh, they were a support studio for both of those. And then they were working on these side projects to figure out Unreal 5. And apparently after the Microsoft layoffs, which we didn't talk about on the show, but a bunch of people got laid off at Microsoft. Obviously, that sucks. Um, after those layoffs, the decision was made at the Coalition. All right, these side projects, we're going to shelve them. We know enough about Unreal 5 now to make Gear 6. Yeah. So we're just going to make Gear 6. Um, I'm kind of of two minds on this one, Spencer. And, I, and I'll let you go here in a second. I'm kind of of two minds. One, obviously, incredibly excited <laughs> that Gear 6 is being worked on. It's happening. We're not going to have to wait until like 2029 or whatever the fuck. Like I was kind of thinking. Uh, Gear 6 is happening. We're going to get to play it within the next few years. Obviously, that's incredibly exciting. On the same token, though, I think the Coalition is the most underrated AAA game developer in the space right now, and I would love to see them stretch their wings. And I'm a little sad that we're not going to get to know what it was they were working on. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I would love to see the Coalition get up there and compete with uh, the other big you know, well-known AAA games that aren't shooters, you know, like these big sort of open world games or the big multiplayer third-person game. Like, I would love to see them get in competition with the kind of games that Sony is known for. I'll just say it flat out. I think that they could compete with those style of games easily. Like, they already do it, but gears of war as we talked about in our last episode has this stigma of the dude bro shooter era of xbox right Right. um it it has that on it for better or for worse i happen to like it now but it has that (laughs) on it um so there's a lot of people that are just gonna go ah gears of war macho dude bro shooter game i don't care um there's a lot of people that are gonna do that and as crazy as it sounds for us uh, as, as Xbox fans, there's a lot of people that are going to do that. And I would love to see the coalition be able to work on something broader that um, is a new IP that's theirs, that they own. Um, but God damn it, Gears, Gears 5 ended on a hell of a cliffhanger, and I want to see how they wrap that story up. So, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of of two minds, right? Like, I'm excited, but I'm also sad, you know? Yeah. 
I mean, I, I kind of feel the same way, right? Like, I'm excited for Gear 6. I've loved the Gears of War games. We've been replaying them on the streams. Um, yep. We've been having fun with them. I had fun with them when I played them originally. So, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm always down for uh, an IP and a title that I already enjoy to continue going, especially if it's going well. Um, right. There's games that don't go super well, and I'm like, maybe we just let it die. Um, right. But Gears has been solid still. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what they're going to make next, where that story goes, because just like you said, it ended on a big cliffhanger. Uh, right. So we're all sitting here going, okay, well, what the hell's next, guys? Mm-hmm. Let me know. Cue me mm-hmm. in here. Um, Please. I swear to God, I need to know. <laughs> but, yeah, I think they could have made something really cool outside of Gears. Like, they're not just a robot that makes Gears of War. Right. Like right. they're creative people. They're a creative team that can make super cool stuff. So it would be neat to see what else they can do outside of gears. Um, but I also get the, the businessy side of it of look, dude, uh, we got bills to pay. Uh, right. we can only devote so many resources to things at once. And unfortunately we need to put all of those on our, our big, our big title, which is gears. Right. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, that is just kind of the way of the world, right? Like, you have this big established IP, and the last year's War game came out in 2019, um, which isn't, like, this gigantic layoff, but it's a layoff, right? Right. Like, it's, it's, it's a few, we're a few months gone, or a few years gone from that now. Um, and we did have Gears Tactics to sort of, like, fill the gap. That filled the gap for a little bit. Uh, and now we're kind of at this point where like we announced the movies coming we announced you know they, they have a card game tie-in that's coming out really soon uh there's a bunch of tie-in gears of war media content that's coming soon and there's no game to go with it yeah so it makes sense that if this netflix movie is happening two or three years from now let's say um it makes sense that there needs to be a game to go with it um yeah. and you know, I I assume the business decision was made of like we can either dedicate resources to a new IP, which is a risk, or we can go to this established thing. And they went, okay, yeah, we've learned enough. We can shelve these experiments and go back to what we know. Yeah. Um, that that being said, I do hope that after Gear Six, after they wrap that thing up in a nice little bow, hopefully they get a chance to go back to the to the drawing board on those ideas. Hopefully, it's not just like this is garbage now gears yeah <laughs> um hopefully they get a chance to uh to go back to those experiments because i want to i so desperately want to see what the coalition can do outside of gears of war um i i obviously want them to keep making gears of war because i really enjoy it but like if gear six wraps up the story like if we're good if the, if we're done with the second like sequel trilogy of gears after gear six let them be free. Let them do something else. Yeah, like um, I don't think that would be the worst thing in the world. The game's gone no. on for how long now? Like six. The game just reached its 16th year anniversary. The original game came out over 16 years ago. Yeah. So by the time this one comes out, we're gonna be pushing 20 years. Yeah. We we could probably make some more games. It would be okay. I promise. Yeah. There will be yeah. other good things to come. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be just fine if after Gear 6, we wrap the story up that we're trying to tell here uh, with Kate and the new team. 
I think you can leave it at a point where you can come back to it in the future if you want to. Um, but give it a rest for a little bit and let this very talented team, in my opinion, the most talented team Xbox has, um, let them go do something else for a little bit. And I think you'll be very happy with the results. Yeah, and maybe we'll be at a point for the studio where they can say, all right, we've made Gear 6. We've done our our trilogy essentially yeah um we've got the base for it here you guys can take a small team and make a side project in gears like they did with judgment if they just really want to cash in on the gears name or say look you guys keep the multiplayer maintained maybe we make like some dlc for multiplayer or um make some make some like other game modes to go along with it we're gonna make a new title and then yeah. we'll come back to Gears after we put the new title kind of in between. And then they can kind of back and forth, back and forth between each IP, right? And I right. think that would be good for everybody. I think yeah. it would keep it fresh for fans. I think it would keep it fresh for people working on these games because you're doing something new and creative at that point versus, all right, well, I, we've made Gears of War. We know what we're doing. It's it's not a template, but it's a little bit more template work in their head, you know? Um, right. So let's let's do something in between. Let's keep those creative muscles fresh and flexed. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I would love for the coalition to get to that point. Um, they're not there yet, and that's fine. Um, but I would love for the coalition to have two consistent IPs that they can sort of ping pong back and forth between. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be. I think that'd be the best thing for everybody because I again I think this is Xbox's best studio. And I want to see their work. Mm-hmm. Like, I I love the work the Coalition has done. I think Gears 4 is a phenomenal video game. I think Gears 5 had some multiplayer issues. Um, but Gears 5 is three-fourths of a great campaign. Act 3 is whack, and the rest of it's amazing, right? <laughs> so, like, like, you know, um, I just want to see the Coalition spread its wings. Because uh, I think they deserve it. I think a lot of attention in Microsoft land gets paid to 343, and rightfully so. Um, but I wish more positive attention was put on the Coalition and the work that they've done in picking up Gears. Because uh, I think, aside from, again, a story miss in the Gears 5 campaign, which is not a gigantic deal to anyone but me, and the multiplayer of Gears 5 not being spectacular, mm-hmm. I don't think you can complain about anything else the Coalition has done. Yeah, so. and, and to be honest with you, I think since they've taken over, they've stayed more true and authentic to the Gears universe than 343 has to Halo. Yeah, you I, know? you're gonna get you're gonna get angry people online from hearing that. But like, I don't give I a shit. Right. I don't give I a shit. Right. Of the two of us that are gonna say something about Halo, I think I fucking earned that right. Yeah, and I don't think there's that many people who are are gonna disagree with that. There's so many people in in the Halo community that are like, it died when Bungie let it go. Which, like, look, dude, I'm not the biggest fan of those games after Halo Three either. But I'm not saying they're bad games, right? Right. But I do think that they have deviated the farthest from the base material, if that's what we want to call it, from sure. Bungie handing over to 343 versus Epic handing over to Coalition. 
Right. Is, yeah. is, is, that's what happened. Uh, those are facts. Yeah. <laughs> this is even opinion at yeah. this point. Like, just look at them. Um, but I think that the reason that Halo is bigger, uh, still a bigger name, and 343 gets all the attention is because I do think it's more approachable. Yeah. Right? Like, I get there's, that. There's a lot of people that play shooters and are like, okay, it's a shooter. I'm shooting at people. Uh, but I didn't literally watch a dude's head explode. I didn't stomp on <laughs> someone's head and watch it like go all over the ground. It was like I shot a dude in a robot suit. Okay. Like it's not as 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 polarizing as gears can be, I think. So right. it, yeah, it yeah. it's become more of like almost not a household name, but it is definitely something that like a parent would look at and be like, eh, it's a little violent, but okay. Versus Gears of War, they're like, what the fuck is this, dude? No, right. Timmy, you cannot play this. <laughs> What's wrong right. with you? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, but yeah, so that that's what the Coalition's up to. Apparently, they're making Gear 6. Maybe we see it at the summer show? It's probably a little early for that, but... Yeah, I think if anything, we would maybe see a, um, a logo, like yeah, we see like a little fly through of the world, and then the logo comes up, just saying we're doing it, uh, kind of right. similar to how we had with Fable, right? Right. Well, and here's the thing: I think Microsoft wants to get away from that. Um, I get the vibe that there's a lot of people that are upset that they've announced games too early. Um, and I think Microsoft wants to get away from that. If you look at the new format of, of developer direct, I think they want to get away from that style of reveal. And I think they want to start showing people stuff when it's closer. I hope they do honestly, because yeah, for me, and I don't think I'm the only person who thinks this, there are too many games that get announced too early. And then by the time it comes out, I go, I just don't care anymore. Yeah. Like I have lost all hype for this game because it's been announced for seven years and then we didn't see anything about it for five years and then suddenly it's coming out and i'm like oh i don't care anymore i just don't care i'm a big fan of the year cycle Mm -hmm. of you announce it a year before it's going to come out and then you go dark for a few months and then you can sort of piecemeal like okay this is coming out this this is coming out this this is the end and you know yeah uh i think a good video game hype cycle probably takes about a year yeah. Um, then again, it has worked the opposite way for other games. Like, you know, so much of Elden Ring's success, I think, was that FromSoft went dark and just didn't say anything for like three years. And everyone was like, where the fuck is it? Um, I think it can be effective the other way. Um, but I think Microsoft has tried the other way and it hasn't worked. I, uh, so I also it's think time to switch it to the other format. Yeah, I also think only so many IPs and studios could get away with that, right? Like, from yeah. software fans are diehard fans. And if yes, you they are. Or even remotely look at their, their baby wrong, uh, they will come for you with pitchforks and fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they were ready. They were like, I don't care what it is. I want it. Put it in my right. face and I will play it. But right. then you get, like, you know a title that no one's ever heard of before a brand new IP. And it's like, I don't know if I'm excited or not anymore. Like I don't have anything built into this already to know that I'm going to like it. Right. So I I think there are people who can get away with it. And I think, uh, Microsoft has some studios that could do that. 
mm-hmm. I absolutely think Bethesda could just show us an Elder Six Scroll logo for a decade, and people would still lose their shit. Right. And then the day the game comes out, uh, would put in nine thousand hours to it. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think Gears of War has that as right. much. Yeah. I think the Gears fans will be excited, but they'll be like, "But I want to play it now. I'm not. I'm not expecting another decade wait." Right. Yeah. No, I I completely agree with you. Yeah. Uh, there's probably a handful of franchises that Microsoft can do that with. I mean, look at you know that was their strategy for Avowed, Everwild, and Fable, mm-hmm. right? People remember that Fable's still coming out because Fable has some sort of brand name equity built into it. Yeah. I think if you ask the average person, hey, Everwild and Avowed are still being worked on, people would just stare at you with blank eyes because those games got announced in 2019. Exactly. It's 2023. We haven't seen them yet. And I'm the only human being on planet fucking Earth still excited for Everwild. Right. <laughs> like... Yeah, Fable can Fable has a little bit of that because it was there from the original Xbox, right? Right. Like the Xbox can, One was the only console we didn't have a Fable title for. Right. Um, yeah, you can do that with Fable and Perfect Dark. Yeah, you those can't are, do that with a with a new IP. They're so established already. Exactly. Yeah. Like people know what that is. People have loved them for. And like I said, Fable came out on the original Xbox. So what? Twenty years. At this point, they're going to play the new one when it comes out. They're excited about it. But then, you know, Everwild comes out and they're like, okay, what is this? I've never seen this before. And then we kind of don't get a lot about it for a while. And it starts to leave people's minds because there's 9 million pieces of media that come out every day on the internet. Uh, And new video games get announced so often that people are like, Oh, yeah, I remember, I guess, they talked about that one time. Is that still a thing? Did they cancel that? What's going on? And unless you're like me and have an illness and have watched the Everwild trailer 800 times. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, like, there are definitely some people that it's immediately going to click with, right? Right. Like, it's going to click with people who are going to say, I need to know more about this. I'm very excited by the premise of this game and follow along with it. But your your mass audience isn't going to do that right right exactly yeah for sure um yeah so we'll see how it goes for the for our fine friends at the coalition obviously i'm very excited to see what they do next uh if it is gear six if they do you know if jeff grubb is totally wrong and they're still working on the other thing even better great um i'm very excited to see what that studio is up to and i'm very excited about this month in game pass dude we got some good stuff coming we got Good games coming down the line. We got Atomic Heart coming out. We got Hi-Fi Rush to still play. That's what we're going to be playing uh, for our main episode of the show that's coming out next week on the podcast feed. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast feed the day after, remember that this show goes live on Tuesdays. Live! Like, I, like I'm a fucking <laughs> prepubescent child here. It goes live, very excitingly, on Twitch on Tuesdays at 10 a.m., uh, Eastern time, nine central. Um, but you can listen to it to the next the next day on the podcast feed. You can uh, check out the show on YouTube. Uh, you can check out the show on every social media. If there's a social media, we're on it. Go there. Go check it out. Um, you know, come talk Game Pass with us. We'll love it. Uh, we're going to be back next week for the main Game Pass show uh, or the main game club show, I should say. Talking a little bit about Hi-Fi Rush, the big surprise that came out of Developer Direct. 
Um, and then we'll be back with the news the week after that. So thank you guys so much for coming in. We really do appreciate you coming live. Or if you're listening to this on the podcast feed the next day, we really do appreciate that too. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Um, and we'll see ya next week for some hi-fi rush. Yeah, dude. I'm excited about that game. It looks yeah. wild. Yeah, me too. I'm very excited to talk about it. Thank you guys so much for coming in. We'll see you for the next one.